Hi, this is Bishop E. James Logan, Senior Pastor of Christian Faith Fellowship Church in Zion, Illinois. Welcome to our podcast. I pray you'll be blessed by a fresh word from God every time you tune in. Grab your Bibles, turn with me to Isaiah chapter 43. Isaiah chapter 43. We'll start with verses 18 and 19. And then we'll go back and dig a little deeper. Isaiah chapter 43, verses 18 and 19. When you got to say, I got it. I'll be reading from the English Standard Version, so just follow along with me. Actually, no, read it, read it together with me on the screens. Read it together with me. Y'all ready? Ready? Read. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. We can just stop right there. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. For behold, I am doing a new thing. You know, this message has been in my heart for a week for a week, um, Bishop and Pastor Deborah are with Pastor Donnell and Pastor Michelle celebrating their seventh year church anniversary. So they may be watching for a brief moment. Pastor Donnell and Michelle, we want to honor you and we want to thank you for your labor that you've done here in CFFC uh, and in the city of Zion for all that God has used you to do and now God has you planted in Antioch, Tennessee, doing a, a greater work. And we are just so excited and so happy and so elated that God has blessed your ministry. He's breathed on your ministry. You are not a man who just speaks words, but you are truly a man of God. You're a man after God's own heart. Pastor Michelle is a woman after God's own heart. These are two of the most kind people that you could ever come across. Pastor Donnell may brush some of y'all the wrong way, um, but but <laughs> we know God gave him a sweetheart in Pastor Michelle. And so Bishop uh, decided on his birthday, that is today, that he was going to go be with his son, Pastor Donnell and Pastor Michelle in Antioch, Tennessee. So uh, Pastor Donnell and Michelle, we love you. And Bishop, happy birthday. Happy birthday to my father, to my dad. Um. Man, my dad is 62 years old today. Um, I'm about to get emotional. He's, he's a walking, talking, moving miracle. Uh, Y'all don't even know the half of the things that he's gone through in the last two years uh, in his body, and even longer than that with, you know, diverticulitis that he dealt with. And, you know, we just, we as young people have to ensure that we honor the generation that laid foundations before we got here. So Bishop, I honor you today, man. You sent me a, a powerful text uh, this morning and just prophesied to me and just told me to go forth. And um, I'm just so excited about what God is doing in this season. Uh, you know, you don't really have to force what God wants you to do. 
because at the proper time, the Bible calls it the appointed time. The appointed time means the right time. And a lot of us, we want to get things before our time. You know, you're called. I, can I just be honest? You know, a lot of times you, you get these prophecies and you get, you get these things that, you know, I've been in church my whole life. I, can, I can't even count how many prophecies I've received. And, you know, the older you get and the longer you're in church, you can sometimes be jaded just because you've been in church for so long. And so some prophecies that have come through, that's why you got you to gotta marry the right person. Somebody said, you got to marry the right person. And my wife will begin to reiterate and speak things that she had no idea about, speak things to me, about me, that God has already said before I ever met her. And she would just confirm and reaffirm the things of the Lord. And, and sometimes, you know, I can be like, yeah, I mean, but I've heard this so many times. You know, every church anniversary, I mean, we've had the biggest names on this platform, and they've all prophesied to me. And after the fifth one, I'm like, okay. And then you get, you get grown, and God takes you through test and trial. He, he takes you through the fire to refine you of your impurities, to refine you of maybe, maybe you got a bad attitude. Maybe, maybe he has to refine your faith. Maybe you've been in church for a long time, but you struggle with believing God's word. Maybe you've been in church for a long time, but you struggle with truly giving God the praise that he's due. Maybe you've been in church for a long time, but it's hard for you to pray because you don't know how to talk to the heavenly father because maybe you didn't have a relationship with your earthly father. Maybe that's you. I don't know. But but for me, I, I, I sometimes found myself struggling to believe what God says about me. But there comes a point where you have a real encounter with God and he wakes you up. He grabs you and he shakes you. Or he uses two or three people that don't know much about you and say, why, son, you, why are you acting? Man, people are waiting on you. The words my father spoke to me this morning, he said, the kingdom of God is waiting on you, to me. And so I want to ensure that I'm standing in obedience to what God wants to do. Because he's doing a new thing. Those of you that have been here for the revival that Pastor Scott Lee's been hosting here at the church. If you've been here, you know, I mean, they've been using all my scriptures. I, I already had this word done. They've been using all my scriptures. They've been saying that God is about to do a new thing in Zion. God's doing a new, have, has he not been saying it? God's doing a new thing. He's raising up. I prophesied in 2020 that God was about to raise up new vessels. He's about to raise up new voices that the old regime people were going to start dying. Generals in the faith were going to start dying. Not that I was excited to tell y'all that folks was going to die, but this is what God was showing me. And it's beginning to happen. Seats are changing. The baton is being passed. And sometimes the baton is not being passed in a way that, that God would have liked it, but it had to happen that way or else they would have held on too long. Anybody ever run track? You doing a relay and you hold on to the baton too long. You don't pass the baton at the right time. You end up not winning the race. Timing is very important when you're handing off something of importance. We have to ensure that we're not holding on to things longer than the season that God wants us to hold on to it. Milk is good as long as it's before that expiration date. 
But, but if you ever tried to use milk and you was real hungry and you had your favorite cereal, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, you was ready to eat it. And you opened up that milk and you smelt something that caused your attitude to change. It shifted your mind. What is that smell? Something that you try to use outside of its season will not be beneficial to you, but it will actually hurt you. So we have to ensure, y'all not going to like this, we have to ensure that we're training up the next person. We're taking the next person under our wing. Listen, I know you, you probably don't even know, but I see it on you already. Listen, you need to follow me. You need to watch. Let me show you how to do this. Let me, let, here, here, come here. Let me show you how to do this because, listen, I ain't going to be here forever. Can we be honest? So God is doing, he's doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing even with the fast our foundational scripture was Psalm 92:10. But my horn have you exalted like the horn of a unicorn. Has anybody ever seen a unicorn before? It's a new thing. Fresh oil. We ask for fresh oil. Is fresh old? Fresh is is new. Fresh has not been seen before. It says, the definition of fresh, I'm, I'm already in my message. The definition of fresh, you can have your seats if you, if you want to. The definition of fresh is this. It's pure. It's sweet. It's unsalted. Now you may say, now that don't line up with scripture. Well, in order for us to enjoy fresh water, we can't get it from the ocean. Anybody ever tried to drink salty water? My wife is pregnant now, so she, you know, she, she drinks this water that she makes up uh, with lemon and salt. And so I, it was in a regular Evian bottle of water. And so I just thought it was just regular water. And I was real thirsty. I cracked that thing open, I drank it, and she just bust out laughing. I was like, what is this? It was disgusting because I was expecting fresh water. I got salty water. Fresh, spring. Somebody say spring. The importance of spring is that's when flowers, leaves, grass becomes fresh. God does a fresh thing, a new thing. Things spring forth. Spring forth. That's where we get spring water. It's fresh water. You don't want fall water. Spring water. Fresh water. That's why Isaiah says here, it says, remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old, Behold, I'm doing a new thing. Israel says, I'm not going back. I'm moving ahead. I'm here to declare to you. My past is over in you. All things are made new. Surrender my life to Christ. I'm moving 
moving forward. Because the scripture says, don't, don't consider the things of the past. I know we want to talk about what God used to do. You know, when I was growing up in church, all we had was the stump and clown. And it's still effective. But the way he used to move back then, just because you used to have to sit on the front row and rock back and forth and say, Jesus, 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 real fast. And that's how you start speaking in tongues. Somebody say he's doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. And let me go back to the beginning of Isaiah 43 so you can understand how we get here. The start of this chapter says God is the redeemer of Israel. Isaiah 43 says, but now thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and who formed you, O Israel, fear not. For I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. I came to let someone know that does not know. God says you are mine. You may feel rejected. You may feel like no one, no one claims you. You may feel like you don't have a tribe that you can cling to. God wants you to know that you are mine. I've called you by your name. That's why it's important what you name your children. Because whatever it is that you name something, you prophesy the meaning of that name every time you speak it. So when we call on Jesus and we say he is the prince of peace, we are speaking peace into our lives because that's who he is to us. When we say he is the king of kings, we are prophesying that whatever is king in my life, God is the king over that. When we say that he's Jehovah Jireh, we are prophesying that whatever it is that we need, God has already provided. Do I have a witness in here? I feel like preaching. So whatever it is that you name a thing, you prophesy Every time you speak that name. I love what the Bible says here. It says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. The Bible is beautiful because what the Bible does is it prophesies or, it, or in, in literature terms, it foreshadows things that are going to happen. Now, Isaiah comes before the Gospels. The Gospels let us know that Peter stepped out of the boat in the middle of a crazy storm where Jesus had left them and he ended up walking on the water from the other side, approaching their boat. And they're looking out like, is it Halloween? Is that a ghost? Peter said, Jesus, if that's you, bid me to come. Jesus says, come. There's another lesson. When Jesus tells you to come, don't delay. Because he will cause you to do things that you've never done before. He does a new thing. 
your obedience to God will allow you to see a new thing happen in your life. Can you imagine how Peter felt? We said, okay, Jesus, you said it's you, so I'm, I'm coming. I'm stepping out of the place of security in this boat, and I'm taking a step of faith into troubled waters. But if you're near me, I know you're not going to let me die in a storm that you called me to come to you in. So Peter begins to walk on the waters. And as long as his focus, as long as his eyes are fixed on Jesus, he's doing what? He's, he's walking on what other people sink in. And so the scripture says, when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. Also think about the children of Israel when they were, when Jesus bestowed his power upon Moses and he parted the Red Sea. When he parted the Red Sea, the children of Israel did not walk on muddy ground. That would have been difficult. It was seven trillion of them. They walked on dry land to escape their enemies. When you pass through, they shall not overflow. And when you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. I'm thinking about in Daniel. Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah. Some of you may know them as their slave names, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They said they weren't going to bow down to the false god. He said, listen, I, I, I'm telling y'all, you don't want to do this. Listen, Daniel, you found favor in my sight, man. You my guy. Like, what's going on? I'm telling you, I'm not bowing down. All right, well, heat up the furnace. And they turned it up seven times and threw God's children into the fiery furnace. But the scripture says, when you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. Nor shall the flame scorch you. Why? Because I'll be with you. Jesus was with them in one of the most tumultuous situations of their lives and they walked out not even smelling like what they had been in I came to let you know that God is with you when he's causing when he's calling you and he's causing you to do these things that you are not sure of that you can do on your own God says I'll be with you you got to have faith when you step into new territory that when God calls you to do it, he's going to ensure that you have provision for that thing because he'll be with you. He says, I'll be with you for I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in your place. Since you were precious in my sight, you have been honored and I have loved you. Therefore, I will give men for you. I will give men for you. I, I felt the spirit of God when I was studying this and I felt like God is about to give men for CFFC Zion. We're about to have a rush of men that are going to join this ministry. They're going to be on fire for God. They will put their hands to the plow. Come on, come on, let's clap for the men 
Let's clap for what God is about to do in this church what he's about to do in this house what he's about to do in this city what he's about to do in this region eyes have not seen like first corinthians chapter 2 says verse 9 for eyes have not seen ears have not heard neither has it entered into the hearts of men what i'm going to do i'm doing a new thing god's doing a new thing somebody say new thing he says therefore i will give men for you and people for your life some of you have lost so many people. You've lost so many friends. You've lost so many family members. You've lost people that were close to you and it hurts you. But God says, I'm about to give people for your life. God says, I'm about to give people for your life. I'm about to give people that will be there for you, that will call on you, that will not just allow you to be the strong friend, that they'll be strong with you. I'm about to give people for your life. Fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your descendants from the east and gather you from the west, and I will say to the north, give them up into the south. Do not keep them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him. Yes, I have made them. We'll skip down to verse 14. Thus says the Lord your redeemer the holy one of israel for your sake i will send to babylon and bring them all down as fugitives the chaldeans who rejoice in their ships i am the lord your god thus says the lord who makes a way in the sea and a path through the mighty waters who brings forth the chariot and the horse the army and the power they shall lie down together, they shall not rise, for they are extinguished. They are quenched like a wick. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? Shall you not know it? God is about to do a new thing, which means it is brand new. It has not been seen before. It is recent. It has just been created. It is not stale. It has not been worn. God's not giving you hand-me-downs, calling it new. He's not allowing you to get a, a used car and calling it new. He's about to give you a new thing. A new thing. Do not remember the former things. Isaiah speaking prophetically to Israel because they were in desperate times. God had wanted to put their lives on the eyes of the new work that he was going to do. So he began with a reminder. God will always remind you of what he did before. But he'll cause you to snap out of it so you can understand what he's about to do. They were stuck in the ways and the failures and the things that they endured from the former things. But God wanted them to walk into the new. See, see sometimes when, when someone says, 
We're about to do a new thing. We're about to launch a new ministry. We're about to do this new great and mighty thing, whatever, whatever. Some of us can fall in love with the idea of the new, but hold on to the regime of the past. Yeah, that's, yeah, you're doing that new thing. Remember all this other stuff that we used to do? Let's, let's do this. Well, God wants us to do it a new way. Maybe the information that was, that was provided, maybe the foundation of that thing has already been strong. It just needs a new individual. It just needs a new twist. It just needs a new anointing. He says, behold, I will do a new thing. When you're stuck in the past, it prevents you from walking into the new. I don't know who this is for, but you're scared of that relationship because of what you used to go through. You're scared to get in relationship with this individual because how the last person treated you. God says, I'm doing a new thing. You're scared to launch that business because of what you've heard other people have gone through. You've heard stories from other people and you're, you're worried and you're, you're anxious and your thoughts and your mind is going. And sometimes you just, you can't, you can't even think about God, I, God, I can't even do this right now. God says, I'm doing a new thing. I will even make a way in the wilderness. I'll make a way in the wilderness. I'll make a way for you that are surrounded by your enemies to escape from your enemies without your enemies even noticing. I'll make a way in the wilderness and I'll put rivers in the desert. I'll put rivers in dry places. I'll do something that you've never seen before. God will put a river in a desert. Maybe you're in a dry place right now. Maybe, maybe you're dry in your faith. Maybe, maybe you've allowed your faith to get dry and deserted and dusty. God says, let the river flow. Come to the river. Come to the place where God is moving. Rivers don't stand still. Rivers are constantly moving. Even when, ooh, even when it does not seem like the waters are moving in the rivers, they're moving. God's speaking prophetically to you right now. Even when it does not seem like he's moving, even when it does not seem like he's working, even when it does not seem like anything is happening, God says, if you just stand still and you know that I am God, I will do this new thing that I have called for you to do. You just got to believe and know that I am the one who keeps my promises. I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing something new. I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing things that you've never seen before. I'm causing my people to come into holy visitation with me. I see it even now. Some of you have, have had dreams and visions. I keep seeing this. This has been happening for like maybe the last four or five months. You've been having dreams. You've been having visions. You've been having holy visitations, but you don't know what they are because you've not been tuned into the spirit. That's why the Bible says, shall you not know it? 
Or another transliteration says, shall you not perceive it? Your mind can't even comprehend what, what, what's happening to you when you have these dreams, when God is showing you these things because you've not been tapped into the spirit. You've not been tapped into the spirit. Even if that's you, if that's you, I know we did this before. If that's you, if you've been having dreams, if you feel like you've been having holy visitations from the Lord, I just want you to stand right now. I want you to come to the altar. God's doing a new thing. I know this is strange. You may say, Pastor, this is the middle of your message. I'm almost done. God's doing a new thing. Come on, if you feel like you've been having holy visitations from the Lord, I want you to come to the altar because God is doing a new thing. God is doing a new thing. This young lady right here, you just blessed me because you, you got this red on, you got this hat on, you made me think about my grandmother. I was just telling my wife the, the other day, I said, the grandmas today, they don't cook like this is, I'm still in the spirit. They don't cook like, like, the, like my grandma used to cook. I'm just... God's doing a new thing. He says, shall you not perceive it? God wants to give you a mind that can perceive his presence. God wants to give you yeah, intense, intense sensitivity to the things of God. He wants to commune with you. He wants to walk with you. He wants to talk with you. He wants you to be sure of yourself. Even as some of the prophets were here, Prophet Todd McGee and Prophet Bobby Connor, they would just begin to tell stories and they would say, oh, yeah, I'll walk and talk with Jesus. That's what God wants to do with all of us. The Bible says that the sons and daughters will prophesy. You think you got to go to prophet school for 60 days. Get ordained on Facebook. And now you're a prophet. God says, before I formed you in your mother's belly. Before I formed you in the womb. You got to understand that you, God had a plan for you when you were just a seed. My God. Jesus, I feel the presence of the Lord. God had a plan for you. Even if your parents were just hooking up, God had a plan. You're not a mistake. I don't care what the enemy has tried to tell you. I see it over some of you. I don't care what the enemy has tried to speak over you. You are not a mistake. You are not here by happenstance. God had a unique plan. He had a unique purpose. He had a specific call for your life. There are certain things that God is waiting to release into your hands so that people, your family members, people in your, your job, people that, that may be your co-workers or people that you may pass by on your routine stop at Starbucks. God called you for them. He's doing a new thing. 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 Do we have oil? I need some oil. 
He's doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing. Yes. Yes, even now. He's doing a new thing. Yeah. He's doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing. I'm about to anoint your head with oil. I'm about to anoint your head with oil. Because God is doing a new thing in your life. Today marks the day that your life changes forever. Things will never be the same again. You won't experience that pain ever again. You won't experience that hurt ever again. You'll be in tune with the spirit like never before. You'll wake up when it's time to wake up, when God calls you. God was calling my name last night. I, I promise you, I thought my wife was calling me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He was calling my name and I thought my wife was calling me. He says, he said, Cam, in the name of Jesus, he's doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing. Shall you not perceive it? Shall you not perceive it, says God? God says, I'm renewing your mind. I'm renewing your mind, says God. In the name of Jesus, I'm renewing your mind. And I'm about to give you peace. Peace like a river. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a new thing. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for your holy visitation. That you come and you spend time with us, God. We thank you for the new thing that you're doing. Restoration in the name of Jesus. Yes, God, restoration. Restoration in your household. Restoration in your family. Restoration in your bloodline. God says, I'm about to call. I'm about to cause generations to come into alignment with who I am. Because of your obedience, daughter. God says, I'm about to give you ideas. I'm about to give you ways that you can implement the kingdom of heaven in your family. Yes, God. In the name of Jesus. God said he's doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing. Father, we thank you for it. We thank you for it. We thank you for it. I, I don't know. I just... I just see trees. I just see trees and I just see the winds blowing. And they're, they're beautiful trees, like fall trees. And the wind is just blowing through them. And you ever, you ever just listen to the sound of wind blowing through the trees? Just the peacefulness that you hear. It's the shh. God says, I'm about to come in. Shh. Shh. 
He says he's quieting your mind. Father, we thank you for your peace, God. We thank you for your peace in the name of Jesus. He's doing a new thing. Eyes haven't seen and ears haven't heard all the great things I have in store for my children. He's doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing in your life. For God says, great is your faithfulness, daughter. But I'm calling you to new levels of revelation. I'm calling you to new levels of impartation. I'm, I'm, I'm about to speak to you like I've never spoken to you before. I know you've been in church for a long time, but God says, the way I used to do it, I'm not going to do it like that no more. Uh, in the name of Jesus. Even your hunger and your desire for more of the knowledge of God. God says, everything I want to show you, you're not going to learn in school. You're going to have to set aside time. You're going to have to wake up in the wee hours of the morning because God's going to call your name Aura. Aura. Get up. Let's talk. Yes, God. I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a new thing. God is changing your heart. He's changing your heart already. It's, it's been slow, and you felt like you needed to feel more. Like, like God, I, I just want to feel more of it. You one of them kind of people like, listen, don't play with me. I, I, I need to know if this is really you or if this is my head or if this is my heart. Like, I, I just got, I need you to, I need you to be super extra clear with me. God says, get, get ready. God says, get ready and watch what I do. Watch how I confirm my word. In the name of Jesus. We thank you for the new thing. We thank you for the new thing. Those of you that are in the audience, can you just begin to pray in your heavenly language? Just begin to pray in your heavenly language. This is an atmosphere that is rich with God's presence. God's doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing. In the name of Jesus, I anoint your head with fresh oil with fresh oil God says I'm about to restore the joy of salvation like David prayed in Psalm 51 I'm about to restore the joy of salvation you're about to worship me you're about to serve me with new levels of freedom like never before in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus come on y'all praying saints Come on, be loud, be loud. We're in church. We're not scared of tongues. I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a new thing. God gives you a unique perspective. He causes you to see things that most people don't see. But it's not in like a super spiritual way. God says, it's, it's still me. 
I'm still using you. I'm, I'm still causing you to reach people that may not step foot in church. But God says, it's me. He says, don't doubt me. Don't doubt the unique way that I'm going to use you. Don't doubt the unique way I'm going to have you reach people that won't step foot in church. But they'll see you. They'll see you. They'll hear from you. In the name of Jesus, fresh oil. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, I'm doing a new thing. 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 Just the scripture popped out at the beginning of Isaiah 43. God says, for I have called you by your name. You're mine. I've called you by your name. You are mine, daughter. The weight that has been on your shoulders weight that you felt God says I'm about to take that burden from you because you're mine scripture says come to me all who are weary and heavy laden God wants to give you rest God wants to give you peace yes even now God wants to give you peace wants to give you peace I just see you sitting on the beach just watching the waves brush up against the sand and I just see you walking I see your footprints and you're by yourself but I see another set of footprints right behind you God says I have your back when people didn't have your back, God says, I, I got your back. When people turned on you, God says, I've been right there with you. I was with you all along. And I just see you walking. And the waves are crashing up against your feet. The water's not too cold. It's just right. Yeah, it's not, it's not too cold. It's just right. Because you don't like your feet getting cold. God says, I'm with you. I'm right behind you. If you were to fall backwards, God says, I got you. If you were to fall to the left or to the right, God says, I am with you, says God. Hallelujah. I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a new thing. If you feel like God has called you to do something unique and specific and, and you, you just can't get it out of your head how you're going to do it, you've been wrestling with God. Anybody been wrestling with God? I know you're in here because I feel it. I feel it so strong.
Some of you felt like Jacob. You've been wrestling. You've been battling. You didn't even know who you was fighting. You've been wrestling with God. If that's you, can you come to the front? If, you just, if you've been wrestling with God, you've been wrestling with whatever it is that God has placed on your heart. If that's you, if that's you, come to the front. God's doing a new thing. I want to pray for you. I'm doing a new thing. 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 More people are coming. I'm doing a new thing. If you're not at the altar, can you stretch your hands? Just stretch your hands forward. I'm doing a new thing. In the name of Jesus, I pray that these, your people who are at this altar, would not just wrestle and not know who they're wrestling with. I pray that they would wrestle truly like Jacob wrestled and say, God, I won't let go until you give me clarity. God, I won't let go until you bless me. God, I won't let go until I figure out what this thing is that you want me to birth. I won't let go of your hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some of you are expecting. I just, I see, I see y'all just pregnant in the spirit. There are things that, and your past do. Yeah, your past do. There are things that, that God has birthed on the inside of you and it's past due of the time you were supposed to give birth to that thing that he planted in you I'm doing a new thing we're about to spiritually induce you I'm doing a new thing I'm doing a new thing new levels of consecration I hear God saying new levels of consecration will you have to do you will have to seek my face like never before. You will have to consecrate, not just with the church. Maybe you need to call some of your friends and say, listen, can you fast with me? But you are going to have to fast and pray. You're going to have to starve your flesh. You have to starve some of the things that you enjoy that please your flesh so that you can hear a clear and concise word from the Lord. One word can change your life. And that word has already been changing you, but you're ready to give birth. But you're apprehensive. You're scared. You're worried. You're anxious. You're thinking too much. I hear the spirit of the Lord say, go. Go, says God. Go, says God. Go, says God. God says, I'm about to launch you into the deep. I'm about to launch you into the deep waters. 
so that you can know that it's not on your own strength. It's not on your own strength. You know where you really get tested? When your training puts you in situations that you haven't trained for. Well, I've never swam in this kind of water. God says, I'm launching you there. <laughs> Just like Jesus told the disciples, listen, go, go to this part of the, go into the deep waters. Listen, Jesus, okay, I know you the son of God, but that's really not a good area to fish. Do what I said. Okay. This is all coming back to me. This is so powerful. A lot of you are confused because you're like, I know I heard a word from God, but like, I don't want to be out here looking stupid. Well, <laughs> well, everybody's not going to understand what God has called you to do. And sometimes you're going to have to look stupid because he's killing your pride. You're too worried about how you look to people and God is just sitting there waiting I know we talk all the time I'm just I'm waiting on God oh I'm just waiting on God God is waiting on you and he says I am launching you this is your launching pad this is your launching place to go out into the deep to go out into the troubled waters, to go into places, marketplaces, spaces that people have not seen my glory yet until you get there. God says, I'm launching you. But you got to be hungry. You got to be desperate. You have to want what God wants for you just as bad as what God wants for you. We can't have an apprehensive yes. The Bible says, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your, with all, with all, not with some. You're either hot or you're cold. We are looking for some hot saints. We're looking for some on fire saints. We're looking for some saints that don't care what the enemy is trying to put in front of them. That don't care what their generational curses say. That don't care what their generational behaviors say. That don't care what happened in the past. That say, God, I'm moving this thing forward because I know this is what you've placed on the inside of me. God is launching you right now. In Jesus' name, amen. If you're in this room and you are looking for a miracle, you need a miracle. If you need a miracle, I want you to come to the altar. If you need a miracle, I want you to come to the altar. This is not the time for you to be shy and bashful. If you need a miracle,
Hallelujah. Everyone stand to your feet. Everyone stand to your feet. Father, we thank you. Because you're a miracle worker. We sing the song that you're the God of miracles, signs, and wonders. But they are available to only those who believe. Now, I'm about to pray, and I need you all to pray and open up your mouth and believe like this miracle is for you. Father, in the name of Jesus... We call on your great name. Father, we call on your great name because we know you are the God of miracles. 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 Father, you said you'll make a way in the wilderness and you'll put rivers in the desert. So God, I know the thing that I need from you is not too big for you. God, I know the thing that I need from you is not too big for you. God, we reverence the past, but we understand what you're about to do in the future. Father, in the name of Jesus, do it only the way you can do it. Do it in a way where you get all the glory. Do it in a way where we begin to praise and bless your name. Do it in a way where my testimony will make the worldwide news so the nations can know that you are the true and living God. Father, do it. The Bible says, ask the Lord for rain in the time of rain. It's the time of rain. It's the time of rain. You put your miracle seed in the ground. It's the time of rain. It's the time of rain. It's time for you to reap the harvest of miracles. It's time for you to reap the harvest of miracles. It's time for you to reap the harvest of miracles. It's time for you to reap the harvest of miracles. I'm going to say it so you believe it. It's time for you to reap the harvest of miracles. In the name of Jesus. Hey, in the name of Jesus, miracles, signs, wonders, miracles, signs, wonders, miracles, signs, wonders, overflow, 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 overflow. Father, we ask for the overflow of miracles in this place. People that don't even need miracles will experience miracles in their lives because of your hungry and your desperate people who are willing to go to the desolate place to come to see you. Father, we are willing to go to the desolate place because we need you. We need a move of God. We need a move of God. Saturate this place in the name of Jesus. We need a move of God. 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 We're desperate for a move. We're desperate for a move. We're hungry for a move. God, we won't let go until you move. God, we'll fast however long it takes. We'll pray however long it takes. We'll stay in your presence however long it takes because we need a move. In the name of Jesus. Leba am Suriamai. 
in the name of Jesus we speak miracles miracles shall follow you miracles shall follow you like God's grace and his mercy and his favor miracles will follow you miracles are all in your family miracles are all in your body miracles are all in your words miracles are all over your prayers ask the Lord for rain in the time of rain miracles but God says I've heard your cry son and I've not forgotten about you I am the sustainer I don't just keep but I sustain in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus God you've already done so many miracles but I feel like your best trick is up your sleeve right now God says you ain't seen nothing yet you ain't seen nothing yet you ain't seen nothing yet says God you're about to come into a new level of strength in your physical body you're about to come into a new level of, of, of fierceness I just see a fire burning on the inside of you that's a Holy Ghost fire that's a Holy Ghost. God says, I'm about to let that fire permeate through your bones, permeate through your organs, permeate through your blood vessels, permeate through your white and red blood cells, permeate through every chromosome that is inside of your body. God says, I'm giving you a new heart. I'm giving you a new lung. I'm giving you new limbs. I'm giving you new strength. I'm giving you new, 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 says God. In the name of Jesus, I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a new thing. In the name of Jesus, name of Jesus, oh, I'm doing, I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a new thing. New things says God, says God, says God, says God, says God. Yeah, this is the atmosphere for miracles. This is the atmosphere for miracles. Come on, come on, open up your mouth and begin to pray. Open up your mouth and begin to ask God to do it again. Open up your mouth and ask God to do it in a new way. Open up your mouth and ask God to do it in a way we've never seen it before. Come on, you need to sound hungry. God responds to desperation. God responds to the desperate cries of his people. He is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should go back on his word. If he said it, I believe it. God, you said it in your word and I believe it. God, you said it in your word and I believe it. God, you said it in your word and I believe it. You're not done with me yet. You're not done with me yet. You said it and I believe it. You're a man of your word. You're a man of your word. You're a man of your word in the name of Jesus. Oh, in the name of Jesus. You said it. I believe it. I believe it. Miracles follow me. In the name of miracles follow me. Miracles follow me. Miracles follow me. Hallelujah. The Bible says weeping may endure for a night, but joy, joy is coming. 
in the morning. Joy is coming in the morning. You may have tears of sorrow right now, but you'll have tears of joy. In the, you'll have tears of joy in the morning. Miracles follow me. Miracles follow me. Yes, yes, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask for a fresh wind. A fresh wind to blow over your people right now. In the name of Jesus, God is blowing a fresh wind. He's blowing a fresh wind. He's blowing a fresh wind. Come on, come on, God, hallelujah. I feel his presence. He's blowing a fresh wind in this place. He's blowing a fresh wind. He's blowing a fresh wind. You know when a fresh wind comes in the room, when a fresh wind comes in your vehicle, it gets rid of the old stitch. It gets rid of the old aroma. So we have to saturate this place with God's presence. We have to saturate this place with our praise and with our worship because God wants to change your atmosphere. He wants to change your atmosphere. You know what blocks miracles? The wrong atmosphere. You know what blocks healing? The wrong atmosphere. In the name of Jesus, God says I've heard your prayers He says I've heard your cry young man And I've been with you I will never leave you nor forsake you Everything that you've prayed for in my name Yeah even for someone else Maybe you're praying for someone else I don't know I just keep seeing it You've been praying for someone else God says I'm about to do it God says I'm about to do it God says I'm about to do it God says, actually, I'm already doing it. You just got to keep praying. I'm already doing it. I'm already, I'm already working behind the scenes in the name of Jesus. God says, but I've honored your heart because you've not prayed selfish prayers. You've prayed dangerous prayers for other people. You've prayed for miracles for other people. But God says, I see you and I'm about to bless you. I'm about to, I'm about to give you a new heart. I'm about to give you a new joy. I'm about to give you a new passion. I'm about to give you a new fire, says God. God says, I'm raising you up for such a time as this because the body needs more young men who love the Lord, who fear the Lord, and who walk in righteousness. God says, I'm raising you up. I'm about to put you on a platform. I'm about to put you on a platform. I don't know what that means, but God says, I'm putting you on a stage. I'm, I'm putting you separate. I'm, I'm causing you to be separate and other from your other friends and your other family. And people are not going to understand at first, but soon they will see the mighty work of my hand on your life, says God. I'm doing a new thing. Oh God, oh God. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. You have hidden battles that you don't tell people about. There are hidden things that you go through that nobody knows. But God says, I know, because I know everything. You think people weren't there for you. God says, I'm everywhere. You think people didn't hear you. God says, I hear everything. And God says, I have not forgotten about you, daughter. I love you with an everlasting love. And even as you have a butterfly on your sweater, God says, I'm about to give you new wings. 
I'm about to, oh my God, I'm about to cause you to mount up on new wings, bigger wings, stronger wings, says God. You are coming out of your, ah, you're coming out of your shell, says God. And I'm about to give you new wings. I'm about to give you bigger wings. And you're going to fly higher than you've ever flown. You're going to have a new perspective of things that you've never seen before. But God says, I'm doing it right now. I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a new thing, says God, says God. Yes, 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 yes. You're there for everyone else. You're there for everyone else. God says, I'm here for you. I've called you by your name. And I've called out your name. I'm calling you out to a, a, a season of elevation. I'm calling you to a new season of elevation. And even though you've had some losses, God says, it's winning season. God says, it's winning season. Yeah, you're about to have some loud, obnoxious winds. You're about to have some loud, obnoxious winds. God says, I'm about to showcase my glory on your life like never before. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I'm doing a new thing. 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 God talks to you very gently. He talks to you very gently. And you know what he's saying? He says, daughter, are you ready? Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard what I'm about to do. This next thing what I'm about to do, it's going to shake some stuff up. But he says, I'm doing it. He says, even now, I'm moving. Even now, I'm working. Even now, I'm flowing, says God. I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a new thing. So you got to be ready. You got to be willing to see your next in your now. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm preaching to myself right now. You, you got you to be willing to, to truly walk by faith so that you can see it before you see it. Yeah, I, I just heard God say, somebody needs to praise right now like it's already done. Yeah, that's, that's cute. That's cute if you cheer for the bears. But God says you need to praise right now like you're going to praise when that thing happens. When that thing breaks, you need, to, you need to give him that praise. When that thing shakes, you need to give him that praise. 
When that miracle happens, you need to give him that praise. You need to give him a, 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 a right now praise for what's going to happen in the future. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus for what you've already done. God, you haven't done anything yet in our eyes, but God, you've already performed miracles in my life. He's doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing. Oh God, oh God, oh God. Oh, so the Bible says in, in Psalm, where is it? Where is it? In, in Psalm, uh, I believe. Where is it? Where is it? I gotta find it. I gotta find it. He's doing a new thing. Says, sing unto the Lord a. Psalm 98. You have to sing unto the Lord a new song. You, you know what? You know what they would do in Bible days? They would sing songs of victory. And every time God brought them out of something else, <laughs> they, would, they would sing what? A, a new song. Because he didn't save me the way he saved me last time. So I gotta give him, I gotta give him a different song. <laughs> He, he didn't bring me out the way he brought me out last time. So I got to sing a different song. He, he didn't do it the way I thought he was. Well, God, this is how you did it last time. So, God, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that's how you're going to do it again. And God says, don't try to predict what I'm going to do. Just begin to prepare your new song. Yeah, even in the house, even in CFFC Zion, God's about to give the praise team, the band, he's about to give us a new song. There's about to be a new sound. There's about to be a sound of revival. There's about to be a sound of freedom. I feel the presence of God. There's about to be a new anointing that's going to fall over each and every individual that graces these mics, that graces these instruments. God says, I'm doing a new thing. Shall you not perceive it? You aren't ready for what God's about to do in your life. And even you that are that are maybe lay members or maybe you just come as a regular saint God says I'm calling you to new heights you can't go to church the way you used to go to church you can't just sit in the pew the way you used to sit in the pew for the last 15 years God says I'm giving you a new grace so that you can walk into a new anointing so that you can walk into the new season with the thing that I've called and commissioned for you to do God got great work for us to do in this house Greater works, greater works, greater works, greater works. We sing a new song, oh God. We sing a new song. It's a song of victory. Yeah. It's a song of victory. A song of victory you fight all my battles you fight all my battles a song of victory yes God yes God yes God God says I'm about to give you a new song a song of victory I've been telling y'all for what three four months 
It's winning season. It's winning season. It's winning season. You better walk into this new anointing so you don't keep losing the way you've been losing. God wants to give you obnoxious wins. Obnoxious victory. Somebody say that with me. Obnoxious victory. Oh God, oh God, oh God. Oh God, oh God. Oh God, oh God, oh God. That's oh oh like five people in here. You just been waiting. There's something has to break in your life. Something has to break. And it's gotta be you. It's gotta be you. I can only do so much. But something has to break. God is waiting. He's waiting for that cry. There's a unique sound. We sang it. There's a unique sound that has to come. Not from your mind, but from your heart. There's a sound that has to come from your heart. God said that David was a man after his own heart. See, man looks at the outward appearance. Man looks at if we can shout or not. Or we got the click tracks or not. God, God doesn't look at your shout. He looks at your heart. He looks at the place where the shout comes from. He looks at the place where the dance comes from. When the Spirit of the Lord comes upon my what? When the Spirit of the Lord comes upon my heart, song says, I will dance like David danced. When the Spirit of the Lord comes upon your heart, you'll sing a new song. When the Spirit of the Lord comes upon your heart, you'll lift up a sound that you've never heard before. It's okay. Some people may laugh at you. They may call you, girl, did you see how you looked? Listen, I, there's something God has. That, I, that, I, that I'm trying to get. There's a sound that I gotta lift up because there's, God has something that I've been longing for. God has something I've been, I've been desperate for. So I'm gonna give you about 30 seconds. I'm gonna give you about 30 seconds to lose your mind and lift up a sound of desperation in this place. On the count of three, the band is gonna minister and I'm gonna give you an opportunity to open up your mouth, to sing from the depths of your soul, to sing from the innermost parts of your heart and give God a sound of victory, a sound of praise and a new song. One, two, three. Who's hungry? Who's hungry? Who's hungry? Who's hungry? Who's hungry? Who's dead? 
You may not have words. <laughs> you may not have words, but God can interpret your heart. Oh, oh, oh. oh God, oh God. Oh God, oh God, oh God. Oh God, oh God, oh God. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. to receive the new thing. We have no agenda but to receive the new thing. You're doing a new thing. You're doing a new thing, oh God. You're doing a new thing, oh. I see it, I see it in the spirit now like I don't know, maybe I just heard 60 days. In 60 days, we're going to have over 10 people. They're going to have a tremendous testimony. In 60 days. I don't know if this is going to happen here or I'm just seeing in the spirit, but I just see like, I just see 10 plus testimonies I just see the church going crazy over the miraculous things that God has done some of y'all already got testimonies that you ain't told nobody yet God's already been working miracles God's already been doing a new thing in your life that's why you're crying that's why it's hitting you the way it's hitting you. That's why some of you are too stunned to speak. Because this word is confirming what you've been feeling in your spirit. Yeah. I'm doing a new thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a new thing. Oh, I'm doing a new thing. Hallelujah. Come on, even in this atmosphere, I want everyone to stand if you can.
lift your hands. Father, we thank you. We thank you for sealing this room with the stamp of your presence. We have been marked by your holy visitation. God, let us not leave here and just say, oh, that was a powerful service. But let us leave here expectant to see a new thing. Let us leave here expectant for miracles. Let us leave this place hungry for more of your presence. May your presence, as thick as it is in this room, may it follow us. May it sustain us. And may we not have the, the peaks and valleys, the highs and lows of being drunk in the spirit and then coming back down to earth. But God, let us dwell in the secret place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let us dwell in the secret place of the Most High God under the shadow of the Almighty. Woo! May we dwell in the secret place. 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 Come on, everyone sing that together. May we dwell in the secret place. May we dwell, may we dwell in the secret place. May we dwell, may we dwell in the secret place. May we dwell, may we dwell in the secret place. Last time, may we dwell, may we dwell in the secret May we dwell in the secret place so we're not foreign to this kind of anointing. God, let us get used to you visiting us like this. May we long for experiencing a mighty move like this. May we create altars and houses of prayer 
in our own lives so that we may encounter another experience like this. My Father, I pray that this word would be etched in the hearts of your people and they will be quick to execute to deliver to perform to build to grow to sow whatever that new thing is in the earth your word says that the earth is groaning for the manifestation of the true sons of God. In your name we pray. Amen. If you believe that we just encountered the tangible presence of God, just put your hands together, open up your mouth, and give God praise. Hallelujah. Well, thank you for joining us. I also want to thank you in advance for clicking on the link to support our ministry. Your giving is what moves ministry forward, and ministry must move forward. You can also visit us online at cffczion.org more information. If you were blessed by this word, please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. God bless you.